what's up guys welcome back to bobble rings with me constantine and i am truly happy to come back and just getting ready to start this beautiful december i'm doing this on december 20th and i know i haven't posted in months uh, it feels like yeah it's been a month at least uh, and i'm sorry it's just you know school the finals all these important tests and exams that i have to take and everyone across the world or at least in the united states they have to take it's it just it was very complicated for me to do this, but I'm back and I have winter break, so I'll try to do every day a new podcast, a new episode, and yeah, let's just get right into this. However, today's gonna be a little different. We're not gonna start with the Old Testament. Today we're gonna actually start on the New Testament, since the birth of Christ, which is on the 25th, which I believe is on a Friday, is coming forward. So today we're gonna start with the Gospel according to Matthew, which is the first chapter the first book of the New Testament. So if you have your Bibles with you out, take them out. Well, I mean, that's exactly what I just said. If you have them with you, take them out and let's get right into this. If you just want to stay here and listen, that's always fine. As, lo as long as you guys are here, I'm happy. So let's get right into this. <clears throat> uh, the Gospel according to Matthew. The book of the generations of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac. And Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Phares and Zarah of, of Thamar, and Phares begat Eshram, and Eshram begat Aram, and Aram begon, begat Aminabab, and Anidabab begat Nason, and Nason begat Salmon, and Salmon uh, begat Buz of Rashab, and Boaz, uh, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth. And Obed uh, begat Jesse, uh, Jess, sorry. And Jess begat David the king. And David the king begat Solomon of her and his, and been the wife of Urias. And Solomon begat Roboam. And Roboam begat Abia. And Abia begat Asa. And Asa begat Josaphat. Josaphat. And Josaphat begat Joram. And Joram begat Ozias. And Ozias begat Jotham. And Jotham begat Achas, and Achas begat Ezekias, and Ezekias begat Manasses, and Manasses begat Ammon, and Ammon begat Josias, and Josias begat Jeconius uh, and his brethren, about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Je, uh, Josias uh, begat Salathiel, and Salathiel begat Zorobabel. And Zorobabel begat Abiud, and Abiud begat Eli, uh, Eliakim, and Eliakim begat Azor, and Azor begat Sadok, and Sadok began Achim, and Achim begat Eliud, and Eliud begat Elisad, and Elisad begat Math, uh, Mathen, and Mathen begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Joseph, the, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David until carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. So pretty much those 17 verses, well, really 14 verses, 16, yeah, 14, 16. Uh, those verses are pretty much the generations before Christ. How Christ was conceived into this world, how Christ was born onto this world, 
onto this very sinful world that we live in and that we still do live in today. Uh, and it starts all the way of the book of Genesis, book of Genesis. Uh, well, a little bit. At, well, yeah, book of Genesis with David, who was the son of Abraham. If you guys remember where we left off, Abraham died and David uh, David begats Isaac. And if you guys remember, that's where we left off. Isaac had uh, has a child. Right, Isaac has a child, uh, Jacob, and uh, sorry, I honestly, who was this? It was I know, I know it was Jacob, son of Isaac, Esau. Yeah, Esau. I forgot about him. Yeah, I mean, I didn't forget. I just forgot his name, but I knew he had two children. So he got Jacob and Esau, right? And where we left off was that Esau gave his you know, his privilege as the firstborn to Jacob because he was starving. He was just tired, right? And Isaac married to Rebecca, if you guys remember. That's that's exactly where we left off. Uh, but this is pretty much, it's just the generations of Jesus and how they came all the way from David. David, the son of Abraham, all the way the birth of Je to the birth of Joseph, who will be later on the wife of Mary, the, uh, the the virgin, Mary the virgin, the virgin Mary, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, and that's where Christ comes in, and that's where we're saved, right? Um, but going back, uh, verse 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on the wise, when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt, uh, thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all of this was done, that it might be fulfilled which it was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel, not Emmanuel, sorry, uh, which being inter interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had abided him, and took him unto, his, unto him his wife. And he knew not till she, uh, she had brought forth her firstborn son, and his name is called his name, and he called his name Jesus. That's chapter one. So from verse eighteen to verse twenty-five, guys, pretty much it's how Jesus was conceived. Obviously. The Virgin Mary is a virgin, right? That means she's never had any sexual activity. And I mean, that's what pretty much a virgin is. And there was an angel. An angel came down from heaven. An angel came down from God and went up to Mary and pretty much conceived her. The angel put a baby in her, which was Jesus Christ. And obviously, to have a baby, you need to have sex. Right. To have a baby, you must have some sexual activity to in order to have a baby, unless it's given by God. And that's only happened uh, that I know of, which is here with Jesus. And Joseph, of course, he knows that that can't happen. 
that can't happen unless there's a huge miracle and he feels like he's been cheated on because to, in order to have a baby, like I said, you need to have sex, some sexual activity. So he's mad. However, then during his sleep, an angel, an angel from God comes down in his dreams and pretty much set, pretty much explains everything that happened. The angel's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, dude, look, let, let me tell you something. That baby in her, in her body is not from, you know, your neighbor down the street or anything, right? It's not like from anyone in this town or in the world. It's actually from God. And it's the Holy Spirit who's in that body. It's the Holy Ghost. And in that body, that's where Jesus Christ will be born. And that baby will be the savior of the Jews, will be the savior of all of mankind because he will forgive everyone for their sins. When I mean, he won't tell him uh, how he'll forgive him for their sins, but obviously we know that he will die on the cross for us. And that's how he forgives us all for our sins, how we're saved, really. Uh, that pretty much explains everything to to Joseph. And he's he's a lot less. He he's more tranquil now. He understands it more, and he's like he's 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 relieved. I would say he's relieved that his wife didn't cheat on him, and he's just happy, right? So he understands now, and that's where Jesus comes in. But oh yeah, so we have a lot of time. So we're gonna start with Matthew chapter two. Matthew chapter two. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold. There came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the, all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of, the, of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it is written in, by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of, Ju of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah. And for, for out of thee shall come a governor, thou shalt rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privately uh, called the wise men, inquired of, of, of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search delinquently for the young child, and when ye and when ye shall found uh, when ye sh have found him, sorry, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they when they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over them uh, over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were and when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him, worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Another way. So those 12 verses is how the word, how the rumor of, you know, the birth of Christ began. The king of Herod heard the rumor from the three kings and said that, I mean, the three kings, as we know, uh, were people that were trying to find God, were people that were trying to find 
Jesus, who is the prophet, who's the Messiah, right? And they see the king of King Herod, the at the time was the king of Judea. Wait, the king of well, he was he was like the ruler, I would say, the ruler of Israel at that time uh, during the Roman Empire, and. They go up to him and say, do you know where the king of Jews are, where the king of the Jews is, which is Jesus? Because at, because in the Old Testament, Old Testament is, you know, Old Testament is pretty much just Jewish, right? It's, uh, is it, I forgot, it's the, well, it's Jewish. Oh my goodness, I forgot, it's it's the, the Torah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The Torah. It's the Torah. I was I was about to say Hebrew Bible, but I would that's not that's not very you know culturally acceptable, I would say. But it's it's the Korah. The Torah, Korah, Torah, one of the two. Uh the Old Testament is the Torah. The Old Testament the difference between the Jew uh, Jewish people, the main difference between the Jewish people and the Christian people is that Christians believe that Jesus came down uh, that he was the true Messiah and that he died for all of our sins. And I believe that the, that uh, Judaism, uh, they believe that the Messiah has not has yet to come, that he that Jesus was not the Messiah. Uh, he was just, you know, quote unquote, the, the son of God, right? When he really wasn't. That's what they think, uh, which is fine. However, I believe that he was the Messiah. He was the son of God. And uh, I strongly believe that. But. Moving back, when Herod the king uh, hears these these rumors from the three people, from the three kings, uh, he talks to all his council members, all the all the priests and all the rulers, the chief priests and the writers and the prophets. They come together and they say, and he asks them, where is, who is the, the king of the Jews? Who is he? Where is he? And they all say he's probably he was probably born from a queen, and he's probably in the city of Judea. Uh, well, not Judea. He's probably they say in Bethlehem of Judea. They say that he's probably born in Judea, and he's probably born probably around the princesses, the princess of Judah. Uh, so Bethlehem, which is in Judea, has a queen who was Judah, and they all said. That Jesus or this king, the king of the Jews, was going to be born on of, out of one of these young queens, young princesses. And that one day he's going to be a great governor. He's going to be a ruler of all nations. And this kind of, I feel like this kind of scares him at some point because he wants to be the king. He wants to be powerful. He doesn't want his power to be transferred to another person. He doesn't want to lose his power. So uh, he tells the kings, the three kings, to go and find him. And bring word back to say and see where, you know, where he is. So three kings go and they see a night, a, the North Star or like a star that represents Jesus. And they just walk up to it. They not walk up to it, but they go in that direction. And once they stood right underneath the star, that's where Jesus was born. That's where Jesus is. And it's in a barn, right? As we mostly know, I hope you know, uh, Jesus was born in a barn with Sheeps, cows, uh, all those fun animals, right? Uh, 
And they, they're just very happy. They're very joyful that they found the king of the Jews, that they found the Messiah, that they found what the prophets, what the Old Testament was saying, what would happen in times of fear, in times of, of danger. Uh, so they bring him gold, they bring him jewelry, they bring him all sorts of things to worship him because they found the son of God. So that's where we are. However, what, however, what happened later is that, which will later happen uh, starting in verse 13, they were uh, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, mostly Mary and uh, Joseph because, you know, they're the parents at the moment. They had a dream of God, and God warned them that they should not return uh, to Herod. However, they should go to another country. They should just leave Herod because Herod is going to be a very dangerous place, and Jesus will be, Jesus will be, it will, be, it will just it will end wrong. It's not how God wants it to end. Because he wants, he wants the people to be saved. And if they go back to Herod, bad things will happen. And we will see that right now, uh, the Herod, the king. Uh, so, verse 13. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in the dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, as we just said. Uh, and be thou uh, there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he, when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Um, so sorry for just stopping it, but that's exactly what I just said. Uh, before reading verse 13, I said that, Jesus will, I mean, Joseph and his mother, Joseph and his wife and their child will have to depart because the king of Herod does not want to lose his power. King Herod, Herod the king or King Herod wants to keep his power and he wants to destroy this child. He wants to kill this child who is supposedly, you know, the queen, the, the child of the queen Judah or the princess Judah, right, in Bethlehem. So God one of the angels of God tells him to depart into Egypt and just stay there until I say it's safe. So they wait until, you know, until Herod dies. And I believe that uh, they're just waiting and they, they're, I think there's, I believe that they're still waiting until the word is fulfilled, until they hear anything back or they already return to Israel. But I believe they're still in Egypt. So they went back to Egypt and, that's where, uh, hold on, Genesis, that's very interesting because in Egypt, Egypt comes a lot in Exodus. And I was, we were going to read more about Genesis. However, since it's really close to Christmas and I feel like, you know, Christmas is about Jesus, is about Christ. We should really be reading more about Jesus, right? So that's why I'm reading the New Testament. However, once we go once it's what new year's uh probably in the second of january or the third i'll go back and start reading the old testament where we left off but since we're in december since we're in jesus time you know the birth of christ uh the same thing is going to happen with easter i'll read more about christ and how he died and oh right now since it's christmas i'll read how jesus was born how you know, he came into our lives to save us. 
And then after those, you know, glory days, after those glorifying days, we'll go back and start reading uh, the Old Testament back again. Uh, so sorry for getting sidetracked, but I just want to clarify that with you. Uh, going back, uh, verse 16. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coast thereof from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy, the prophet, saying, In Ramah, in Ramah, was there a voice heard, lamentation and weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping of, of her children, and would not be comforted, because they are not. And when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream of Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel. For they are dead, which sought to, to take, which sought the young child's life. And he arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard of of Archelaus did reign, did reign in Judea in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go uh, thither, not notwithstanding being warned of God to go thither, uh, notwithstanding sorry. Uh, to, uh, being warned of God in a dream, sorry, he turned aside to go to the parts of Galilee, and he and and he came and dwelt in the city called Nazareth. That and God, city of Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. So that's where we're going to stop, guys. And we've read chapter one and two of Matthew. Pretty much those last couple verses from 16 to 20 to 23. Herod is mad, as we can say, and Herod does not want to lose his power. So he orders because the three wise men, the three kings and his council said that the king of the Jews, Jesus, will be born in the city of Bethlehem. So as he, he feels mocked because everyone's praising him, everyone says that he's more powerful than him. Uh, he orders to kill every single child under the age of two, according to the time dates, according to the date of when Jesus was born. And that's very cruel. Yes, that's very cruel. And thanks to the angel of God who he sent out, Jesus was able to survive and his family was able to survive in general. Uh, that's why they ordered him, because they God knew what was going to happen next, because he knows everything that's going to happen to us next. It's just our decision how to react to that situation. So they go, so Herod orders his soldiers, his men, to kill all children under the age of two. And then after he finds out that none of them were really the king of the Jews, none of them were really the king, the prophet, right, the Messiah, he dies. And then the angel, which I believe is the angel Gabriel, but it does not say its name yet, uh, an angel is sent down from heaven and the order of God and goes to Joseph and tells him, go back to Israel. It is safe. Uh, Herod, the person who wanted to kill Jesus, who was threatening his life and uh, threatening the salvation of everyone in the world, he's dead. So everything's safe for the moment and obviously for the moment and just go back to Israel. However, I mean, he does that. 
right? He does do that in a way, Joseph. In a way, he does do that. However, he's scared because the son of Abram, uh, wait, Haram, the son of of the man of, oh man, I just completely forgot. I am sorry, guys. The son of, what do you call it? Of Harad, not, who, who did I say? Habram, that, that's a completely different guy. Sorry, that's from that's from Genesis. I'm still thinking of Genesis sometimes. Sorry. Uh, but the son of, of Harad comes into power. The son of Harad comes into power, and his name is Archules. Archules, who's the son of Harad, comes into power of Israel. And he also, Joseph feels uncomfortable, even though... The son, even though the angel of God says that it's safe, he feels uncomfortable. He feels unsure and unsafe that this, that he, that Archelaus is going to find revenge. He's going to keep on doing what his father did before him. Uh, so instead of going there, he goes to Nazareth and he becomes a Nazarene. And if you guys want to know where Nazareth is, Nazareth. Nazareth is a city in Israel, obviously, uh, because that's where the angel said that they should go. Nazareth is in the north of Jerusalem, is in the north of Tel Aviv. It's actually quite up north. It's pretty much in the right. If you're looking at the northern part of Israel, it's right in the middle. Uh, so, yeah, that's where Jesus is born. It's actually kind of cold over there. It's 46 degrees and it's raining. And it's 12.09 a.m. over there. So it's midnight, pretty much. Uh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, so from Israel, they went to Egypt. And from Egypt, they went all the way around onto, like, throughout the coast. And they arrived to Nazareth. And that's where Jesus is pretty much, that's where Jesus mostly spends his time. Because, as we said, Joseph is, Joseph is worried. Joseph he just feels uncomfortable because Archelaus is the new power, is the new leader, and he's pretty much like his father. So he's unsure. So he goes to Nazareth, and they dwell there. And, yeah, they turn aside into the parts of Galilee, and they go to Nazareth where he will be a Nazarene. Uh, Galilee, region of Israel. Yeah, it's in Upper Galilee. So, yeah, pretty much uh, – Galilee is in the north of Israel, right in the middle. So that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, like I said, we're going to start reading the New Testament uh, because it's, you know, Christmas time. And we're also going to read the New Testament when it's the Holy Week, when Jesus dies on the cross and before that. And just times like that when, it's, when there's very important dates of, you know, Christianity, of Jesus and of God and of Christ. Well, in the, well the Holy Trinity in reality. We're going to read the New Testament because that's the New Testament is what fulfills the Old Testament. The New Testament is the life of Christ, is the fulfillment of Christ to the prophets. Without the New Testament, we wouldn't have a Savior. We wouldn't have Jesus who died on the cross for us and his death would be worth His death would be would be in vain. However, he didn't die in vain. Uh, he died for our sins. He did. He died for our salvation, so that we can go to heaven. Each and every single one of us, because we really shouldn't be going to heaven. None of us should go to heaven, because we're very sinful. 
However, thanks to Jesus, thanks to his blood and his body and his soul that he suffered so much, his blood, sweat, and tears on that cross, just by believing in him, having faith in him, and having just just believing in him and talking to him every night, which really does help. I'm um, praying to him every day and reading your Bible. It really helps a lot. So uh, we have eternal life with him. So that's it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, yeah, coming back on the 3rd of January, we'll start back on Genesis and go from there. And yeah, so thank you guys so much for everything. Sorry for not posting in a while, but I'm gonna, I'm trying to get back on track. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I hope you guys have a great day. Have a great week and just God bless you all. Have a great day. Uh, have a great day, guys. Amen.